Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. It's of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you back on a Monday evening, 5th of August. Um, dreary day here, Sydney Portier. Um, coming in after another very, very interesting week of footy um, out of our usual time slot, but that's normal now. Um, we haven't really been recording our normal time slot a lot lately, but it's consistent. We're consistently inconsistent. We're still every week, um, which you couldn't say about us last year. We'd miss the odd week or two when we're getting uh, down the pointy end of the season. But as always, coming at us live from Melbourne, Victoria, ex-Hong Kong, Rugby League board member and one test. Um, what's the Hong Thunder? Kong Hong Kong Thunder? The, uh, we so run out to ACDC's Thunder. Yeah, nice. What's the plural of Thunder? So, are you like a Thunder Ritz? Thunder Ritz. They used to be the um, uh, the Melbourne Storm Cheagles. Called we called the Thunder Ritz before um, they turfed them this year and got uh, hip hop dancers of uh, all, uh, all shapes and sizes. I remember once. Back in the bad old days of the Warriors, they used to have the Player Girls, and Player yes. was like a bad magazine that probably lasted not around bad. a year. Oh, you mean, not like bad, or you mean actually bad? <laughs> it was it was like a homeless man's um, FHM. Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> no, Ralph was Ralph, Ralph was still above it. Um, was it? Well, yeah. well, Ralph was it higher than FHM? No, above Player. Oh. I oh, think okay. I think Eric Brown. Um, around the TV3 host yeah I think he was the CEO of Player anyway well Player well, the Warriors had Player Girls at half time and it was after the cheerleaders and I think they ended up getting cheerleaders back again but boy oh boy those Player Girls they came in all shapes and sizes let me tell you that that's right but they were also um... oh I think that's good though isn't it yeah I think that's uh, re- really good um, yeah uh, all the, shapes and sizes. The best diversity uh, is diversity. Yeah, quote. The best availability is availability. You can't say that. What do you mean? You, you, every week or every time you try to say the best ability is availability. Yeah, I say <laughs> best availability is availability. Which in a way is right. Now, talking about availability, you called me out last week when I said BJ Lilo is a chance to come back. I saw that. Have you verified that? Now, yeah, from the mainstream media. I read a press clipping that said something to the extent of, you can play if you want to, BJ, you are cleared. Almost like an ominous warning from a doctor saying, look, yeah. I don't think you should play, but you are technically cleared. And let's just, let's be clear for two seconds. BJ Leilua, if he's cleared to play. He turns them into almost a top four side. Well, they're sitting in third, mate. Ah, but I mean actually making the semis. I, th- oh, God, they look good. 
But who's he has to come in for Oldfield? So his Oldfield just came in straight in from Izzy. Yeah, and then Cottridge is back. So Simmons, Simonson, and Oldfield go out for Cottridge and Joseph BJ Leilua. That is a top four side. Gee, they play for each other, don't they? I mean, yeah, they are just they are rolling the green machine. But we are going to find out a lot about the green machine on Sunday afternoon footy. Get this for a double header. Raiders Roosters at 2 o'clock, followed by 4 o'clock, Storm Bunnies up at Gosford. Can you get a better... Have you ever seen a better Sunday afternoon footy than that? What's coming up? It's, it is a... What am I going to do for it? Probably nothing much other than sit on the couch and watch it. I mean, for God's sake, that is... <laughs> and I've got the pub game on Friday, haven't I? You might just have the pub anyway, game. Anyway, let's not talk about that shit. Pub no, game. let's go back um, to that Sunday. That's the kind of... Um, that's... Hey, um, hey, Mumsy, I'm just dropping out... Um, just dropping out to do a couple of errands at one fifty-two. You end up humming home at five quarter to six with some Thai food, not Thai <laughs> but, ribs. But a skinful, barely barely walking straight. Um, your face is flush, and you've got a smile on your face because you've just watched two sensational preludes to September with four of the juggernauts of our competition right now, and you're not in the mood to apologise. No, and it takes no, you don't need to apologise for watching top class league. But talking about, I mean, I did say on a couple of forums, or threads as other people call them, that that game on last Sunday, Roosters Titans, had the opportunity to actually be the lowest crowd of all time, but it was actually a decent crowd. It looked like the Sunday afternoon brings out the people from the east to, and it looked, you know, look, I mean, an actual proper sport would probably laugh at the crowd that turned up, but for a league, I was like, oh, that's all right. I enjoy the Sydney Cricket Ground as a day venue. And it's the yeah. first time the Roosters have won five straight at the Cricket Ground since 1935. Wow, that's just history right there, isn't it? And they say you actually grow <laughs> another league when you get into the changing rooms, just the history in that. Oh. Who do you think would be the best cricketer in the NRL? Uh, very good call. Would be someone like Ponga? Nah, he's a golfer. Actually, on t- a scratch golfer. And I based. Yes, but I think he actually won the under-12 Manawatu Senior Open about nine yeah. years ago. And I was thinking about that the other day, actually. Does um, goal kicking uh, have a correlation with golf ability? Yes. Like They're very similar sort of uh, like process-driven workflows, aren't they? Well, I think about 15 years ago, the former contact sport goal kicker Johnny Wilkinson his technique yep. was devised around the pendulum, which is all flowing through from the golf swing. And that's why you see your likes of your Adam Reynolds and that holding their hands out in front um, to simulate that same movement. Now, I'm just making that all up as I, as I go, but it sounds pretty convincing, doesn't it? It does, actually. But, yeah, I mean, I, I did a bit of <clears> goal <throat> kicking back in my day, and it was just, I had the, um, what's it called, the yips. Uh, Ian Baker Finch based mm. uh, because I couldn't kick from in front but I used oh. to just get them from the sideline it was fucking weird Mate, and I think you get some people in uh, NRL like that no wonder we're doing a podcast together that was exact, my exact goal kicking problem right. conundrum yeah I, I lost a good handful of games with penalties to go straight in front of the posts 
But right. boy, I could kick him from the sideline. Back in the days about... when you couldn't kick from the sideline, that was unheard of to kick from the sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you think about maybe just pulling out the old Melmaninga and just toe hack it? So is that better? The toe hack gives you better. Doesn't give you accuracy, does it? What, mm. What's the advantage of it? But I think they had square this boots will. back then. So yeah. you could really, you know, head down and kick through. I had a coach at one stage pull me aside and just say, look, you're thinking about it too much. Just take two steps back and toe hack it over the... And, and I was never going to do that. Oh, in front. I mean, yeah. it may not look sexy, <clears throat> but it gets it over, doesn't it? But I actually did remember from a conversion perspective, because, you know, you can bring the ball up as far as you want. I started to, to bring it up really close. So oh, yeah. there was just no chance of missing. Um, yeah, so what do you put down to last weekend's games? What? You didn't answer my question. About well, goal kicking? Nah, about... Um, cricket. Who, oh, who it's Caleb Ponga, or it's going to be sort of a city slicker type athlete, and, oh, like stereotype based, you wouldn't think somebody from a Polynesian probably background is into cricket, maybe kitty kitty. But I'm going to say, oh, it had to be a back too, wouldn't it? Mm. And I'm thinking an all-rounder. Mm. I'm thinking uh, Corey Oates. Interesting. Big shoulder bowler. Maybe bowls a bit of in-swing. Um, probably bowls off the wrong foot. Muscly kind of bowler. Um, bowls a heavy ball, Corey Oates. I was thinking good country lad, all-rounder, skippered the first 13 and the first 11 and bats five, bowls first or second change, and I'm thinking Jared Croker. Yeah, quite. I think he actually does. Well, he watches a lot of it. Um, good country boy. Lovely guy, um, isn't he? Actually, the other thing I was well, talking about country New South Wales, seeing you bring it up, um, I was actually reading about this. Oh, yeah, and you didn't know what Flame Trees was the other day. And actually, one of our great listeners, Lee Fife of Williamstown and Malcolm, Victoria actually said, <clears throat> I could not believe Ree Harry didn't know what Flame Trees the song was. What is Flame Trees? It's a song by Cold Chisel. So it was like a famous uh, America, uh, Australian pub song. Cold Chisel what... are one of my top, and I apologise because we are a predominantly Australian show. This is going to cause issues. Cold Chisel are in my bottom five bands of all time. And Jimmy Barnes oh. is right amongst it too. And it's a solo career. I do not like their music. So yeah, excuse okay. me for that. So it was in the they sang in the genre of pub rock, um, mm. which I can't mm. imagine you're a big fan of pub rock. But no. um, the song was about basically. I mean, you could probably identify with it, about a guy that would go back home to his small town, New South Wales. I actually found out it was actually written about or written about um, Grafton in New South Wales. Mm. And there's a famous line there about how they say no one can stop us back in our day on the field. So he's obviously obviously a player for the Grafton Ghosts or the South Grafton Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talks about a, lo- a love that he used to have in Grafton. Uh, Grafton, I've never been there. I'd love to go there one day. It has the Jacaranda Festival in October, I believe. And love yeah, just uh, going back to uh, his old country town, being a bit of a city slicker. Yeah, run, written by Don... Don't know some one of the guys in cultures, but a lovely song and one that our Australians really, um, I don't know, they probably they they relate to, I guess that country boy come to the city, come good, go back home type of thing. Hmm. What's your favourite New South Wales country town? I am very partial to Orange, 
Ooh. And I don't mind Mudgy. Okay. Well, I'm but, I, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say, uh, for instance, the Central Coast. I wouldn't call that a country town. I call no, it I just said Atlant country town. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Central Coast. Um, Mudgy first. No, Orange first. Mudgy second. Yeah, Orange got wide streets. I've heard. Orange. I tell you what, I did feel when I was walking the streets of Orange. Um, around midnight was they they love a blue they were biffing outside every pub that i walked past and was, yeah, right. yeah that was a proper rugby league fights too that's quite um it's quite a it's refreshing isn't it that the simple things in life get you get off on when you're in the country right yeah i was actually i actually the other thing was because i was you know, obviously see the tool um tools music is now all streaming now mm-hmm uh, which I don't understand why it wasn't streaming, but there's something to do probably with contracts for record companies and that. But I actually realised, I was driving and I put together like a C93 FM Darcy Crispin Watergrave playlist. Mm-hmm. And I tried to get all the songs from C93 FM in like 96 to 98 mm-hmm. that I'd listened to while working at the Paramount Pools on Benham Road. Mm-hmm. And what, what I realised was everyone I listened to was white. Interesting. It's, it, it, it's very crime scene based, isn't it? Yeah, well, country rock music. I was very white music until about 1996, and I went full hip hop mode. And yeah, um, well, speak headphones on all day. At a majority white Anglo-Saxon all boys school, there weren't many people that joined me. Put it that way. No, you got on through your your brother Gerald. Yeah, well, he he was a pioneer. He did he did get me into a lot of music, Um, but. Back to the footy, <clears throat> what I do like to do is to kick this sort of show off and go back through the round, starting on Thursday. I mean, this is this was a week of floggings, wasn't it? Oh, and what does that say about our comp? As you said from day one, the haves and the have-nots. And what we do have at the moment is we've got a handful of teams. We've still, I think, I think this round, round 20, chalk it down, it's when the five became six. Really? And we'll, and we'll get there. We've been talking about oh, the yeah, five yeah, yeah, for a yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, Tigers fans, you're not the five. And as six. I said earlier in the week, they're going to be, and they're going to make the eight, I think, the worst team to make the eight since probably 2011 when they last made it. No, oh, no, they were a good, that was a good Tigers no, side. That was good, actually. Oh, no, that was, was a very, very good Tigers side. I think one of the worst teams to make the eight in recent memory was the Titans a couple of years ago. Um, we had a very, very... Oh, when, when they got absolutely ripped off by the ref. Oh, the Broncos. Yeah. They got fucking... Yeah, yeah they got dogged that year, didn't they? Um, There's actually a really bad Broncos team to make the eight once. That they ended up losing eight straight. Do you remember that? And they lost... In the first round against Storm, yeah, and they had so many injuries, and I think Greg Eastwood was playing six for them. Two thousand and eight or seven, maybe around that era. Anyway, I did not see the Tigers coming out at Leichhardt, even though it's their spiritual home and putting a score on the Cowboys. But they 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 put a um, few people were actually saying the Cowboys they've got a really good draw, so if they had a won that could have kicked them into gear but that's not happening um and the tigers are believe it or not 
in eighth place. And it's bizarre. You've got teams seven, eight, nine have won nine games and ten losses. Now, fast, you know, last year we had a team that made the the eighth spot that was had one less win than the team on first spot. And this year we've got the team on first spot sixteen wins and the team on eighth spot nine. There's a difference of seven. Just shows you the quality of the comp this year. It's a funny, very, very strange season this year. Not um, not a strong from a from a number of teams being good, but from a who knows what's going to happen. I guess it's 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 relatively it's a relatively interesting final season that's going to come. Up. I think we're going to get some really good footy because there's a couple of teams hitting form. The Raiders. Oof. I didn't watch. The, I couldn't watch it. I was in a taxi on the way home, and we were down by. 12 and then they got home and I caught the next sort of 10 minutes and it got ugly and I and I just had to walk away. Thoughts? Yeah, I didn't really watch it either because um, <clears throat> Mumsy was sick so I had to sort of look after the kids and go down and pick dinner up and all that carry on. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess... Look, I don't want to really talk about no, it other no, than... let's move on. Fuck, we were bad. And, and, but I, don't, I, don't, I just want to say that the Parramatta Eels debacle... Does um, does affect that some way? And I'll just before we move on, it was 2007. They lost like eight of their last ten. Mm. And I was thinking, and they lost in uh, qualifying final uh, 40, 40 nil against the Storm. Wow! And I was thinking, was that the debut of Reese Robinson? But it wasn't. It was Alwyn Simpson? He played one game on the wing for Brisbane 2007, and it was finals game. Fair Indigenous? Yeah. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember him. Yeah, one game. Now he's a landscaper in Brisbane. Brilliant. Now, the Broncos got put 40 points on them at home too. So the two Friday night games, the home teams had 40 and 46 points put on them. Unbelievable. Yep. But I mean, what is it? Yeah, fuck. I, I mean, how bad were the Broncos? They were just really bad. But why does Seabold not get in the in the microscope? He's it's a classic case of all he's saying internally is "Give me my team," you know, because he, he's flogging players off left, right, and centre. He's got rid of a lot of players. He's going Who? to get rid of players. Cody and uh, Jaden Sewer. Yeah, but I feel like he's making some calls. Actually, that statement's pretty much unfounded, isn't it? I feel like he's... Um, who else is he locked in or not locked in? Not signed. He's dropped a few uh, players, hasn't he? Yeah, he likes to bring up those sort of young forwards, but I mean... We've seen a lot I of new players. Okay, James yeah, Roberts. The thing, James about Roberts. The, storm, the thing about the Storm, though, Rehari, is that <clears> those all those players are basic... A lot of them, not all, but most of them are actual Broncos rejects. Mm. The Broncos... Broncos actually would have had a chance to sign them, but they didn't. And, and I said the other day that a lot of... Um, uh, I was talking to Peter O'Sullivan the other day, and he goes that now young Queensland families, when like their kids get to 15, 16, and the clubs are showing interests, they're, the, the parents are actually more... They're more interested in sending them to the storm these days. Back about five or six years ago, it was Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. But they're re- realising that it might be actually better for their kids' career if they actually play for the Storm. 
the Queensland teams got a huge, huge flogging this weekend. The um, the Not worst story, round really. in Premiership history. Um, but do you know what I really enjoyed? Is Saturday watching Manly put a score on the Knights. Really made me feel vindicated, again, from criticising the Knights. They are a dog shit team, and they do not have any talent. And you know what? Nathan Brown's gone, isn't he? Regardless, he's gone. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty happy with that. I just... I don't like his some, face. Some, he's fucking old now, isn't he? But that fucking milky bar kid here sort of gives you the wrong impression. I loved him as a player. You, you did. And he didn't play that. He retired early for some reason. I don't, and that was Nick. before... Nick. He didn't, oh, it was Nick based. Yeah. yeah, okay. How many games do you reckon he played? 180. I don't think he even got... I reckon he got 120. But anyway, Karen, I'll tell you. So Seagulls put 30 points on the Knights. And I had an argument. I had a running argument with Dragon supporter Mickey Darling on Saturday afternoon. And I was saying to a um, to an innocent bystander that Tom Dubovic is the best player in the NRL uh, right now. And he was arguing head-to-head with me that Tedesco was the best player right now. I mean, this has probably been the most covered topic on the show the last six weeks about Tedesco versus Dubojevic. But Dubojevic is in a, in a slightly better form right now, isn't it? You still you still think that he's a cut above? I, I, I think that he's doing things on the football field that that are unpar- unparalleled. That he, that yeah, no we talk about, I think we talk about this fucking every week, don't we, Rehari? We but, do. Uh... I mean, the only thing we could say was Tom actually didn't play that well in the weekend. Mm. So, but they still got the win, and his you know his bad games aren't absolute shockers, and that's a good sign of a good player, right? But Tedesco, I mean, again, fuck, he was playing the Titans like an embarrassment to the fucking league. Um, Shit, he was he was still just, though. But he's just they literally couldn't even. It was just gaps, and he got he got pace against like. Even the team against the Storm, eh? Yeah. I think the standout game and where the five became six was Saturday night. Not the Bulldogs-Panthers. Panthers ruining their chance. They still could scrape in, but they've got a very tough draw. The Sharks. Now, I remember saying this to you, round three, I think it was, and the Sharks travelled up to North Queensland. And they put an absolute clinic on up there. They might have scored in the 40s. And they had a full team. It's the last time I saw them with a full team. And I said to you, I go, this Sharks team, if they stay together, they, you know, the injuries go their way, they could win the comp. They could be anything. It was the Moylan, Townsend, Johnson combination, as well as Braley. Fuck Braley. And his younger brother. He's going to the Knights, though. Younger Braley. Oh, which one? Younger Brayley is special. Who's that, Blake? Oh, he's good. But Jaden was the one that put the kick through the other day, Jaden was the one that put a kick in. I just wanted to mention to you, last week when I saw him play, um, when they scraped by the Cowboys, the, um, the young Brayley, he is something special. Now, has he signed with the Knights? Yes. That is a great yeah. signing. Yeah, no, great. So, and that, that's going to really improve that average uh, uh, roster. It is. He's he's a star. He's a star in waiting. Um, no, Jaden signed. Oh, the older one. Yeah, the Jaden did. Yeah, not not Braden. What's his no, name? Bro, isn't it Bra- Blake Braley? Blake. Really? Yeah. So you prefer him? 
I, I think the younger guy. Yeah, Blake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 only a um, nineteen-year-old. I think twenty now. Just I don't know. He's twenty-one and twenty-third of September. Do you know who's Nathan quite... Brown played one seventy-two games of first grade? I said one eighty. Yeah, well done. Um, Aaron Woods is playing well at the moment. No, he's not. He is, mate. Is he? I got him really look. Fuck. Listen to this though. In terms of just listen to this for a fucking forward pack and bench. Aaron Woods, Jaden Braley, Matt Pryor, Bryden Nakora, Wade Graham, Paul Gallen, and then this the bench: Kurt Capewell, Jack Williams, Andrew Fafita, and Braden Hamlin Ueli. Fuck. Then you've got Townsend, Johnson, Morris, Dugan, Cherry, Ronaldo. I like to call him from his first name. He should never get called Mulatalo. He should only be called Ronaldo, Brazilian-based. Yep. And Matt Moylan, who I'm probably... He's not Brazilian, you idiot. No, but I think he should do. Yeah, no. He's eligible. He's definitely He's eligible. Jeez, um, Sammy Burgess. What? He's done dumb. it again. Yeah, well, he's just dumb, isn't he? <laughs> With a high shot. Yeah, I know. So how, what grade are they giving it? I actually don't know. I haven't kept up with the grade. Mm, okay. Um, but hang on. The judiciary. I'm going to bring this up to you right now. So Maloney offshoot of the judiciary and Burgess seeking a downgrade. Now Burgess, if the downgrade falls, fails, Burgess will be suspended for two games. Um, he had a grade two. Okay, same as uh, Bully. Yeah, but Isaac Luke tried to have his grade two downgraded to a grade one, and he got three weeks. I know, disgraceful, wasn't it? She was. Something's wrong. Um, now the Sharks. Did you watch them play? I uh, had sort of an eye on it, yeah. Not too much. Not, not that I noticed Aaron Woods play well, I'll be honest. Just the fluidity of just their go forward and their movement, and they're, they're just through the middle. They're playing that they're playing that style of footy that someone makes a half break and there's someone always backing up. But Generally, she, Wade Graham. She was Wade Graham. He is wow. Okay, he's the, he's just replaced whoever. The, no, is he always in the dictionary next to footballer? Yeah, I think he might have said that, and, and um, he might have just replaced Clinton Chavosky and Peter Hicku. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. Sorry, I was actually meant to say Clint Gutherson, but Clinton Chavosky was a fucking footballer. Yeah, he was, but pure fullback. What about Shiver? We know Shiver's Raiders, right? Um, and I, my mate and I, we used to have just a sick fascination with Chavosky when he's at the Raiders. Not when he was at the Eels. He was a bit skinnier back then. But at yeah. the Raiders, he seemed to slot a long distance field goal for a win, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Polish descent based. How many uh, first grade games during he played? One hundred and sixty-two. Two hundred and thirty-four. No. Quote, and then he played two years at Crusaders RL in Wales. So, one hundred and thirty-nine games for the Raiders, seventy-two for the Parrot Eels, and twenty-three for the Crushers. When are we going to start counting in the one stat? First grade games for Super League combined with NRL because if we did, we'd be celebrating James Graham's four hundredth. Yeah, but they're not worth as much as a NRL because it's just not as intense. Yeah, I mean, how much? Oh, you should go to Rara, believe it or not. Shivkovsky. Yes, 
That's right. They Queensland. Queensland Reds and Ballymore Tornadoes in Ulster. Wow. And But then didn't he come back to league uh, after that? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then, then he went back and played for Wales, Crusaders at Wales. Wow. So you're talking that Raiders. You're talking Adam Mogg, Lincoln Withers, Clinton Shavosky, the Monaghan brothers. Um, Trevor Thurling. Trevor Thurling, Tom Leroy, Lars, uh, Terry Campisi. Very likeable Raiders side, coached by Matt Elliott. Uh, Matt Elliott, correct. Um, anyway, you didn't see enough of the Sharks. I think now the Sharks go on a run. They've got the Panthers. Fuck me. There is some there is some heat on some of these games this weekend. Uh, so get into that time of year, mate. Storm Bunnies, Roosters, Raiders, and Sharks, Panthers. In terms of three games playing top eight teams, well, I guess Panthers are technically ninth. Um, can the Sharks win it? Yeah, of course. The, the way you're fucking waxing lyrical about them, they have to, won't they? Is this the first year that we see a team win from outside the top four? For for a number of years, really. The premiership, you mean? Yeah. Oh, you're talking the Sharks up as a premiership winner? I said, can the Sharks win it? Well, I mean, they can, but the odds are very low. They've got to do it the tough way. They're $19 at the moment. Well, who get on them. Do you know who I just cannot stand? I mean, they bet a very bad side, but the Parramatta Eels... How are they 11 wins and 8 losses? They're sitting on 24 points in 6th place. Uh, uh, well, I mean, all that talks about is how shit the comp is this year. It I mean, does. we fucking should have beat them. That's a rotten Parramatta team. They oh, are not. There's nothing good about them. So they're going to finish 7th, aren't they? I think the Sharks get so, to 6th. So, so Sharks and whoever finishes 5th, let's say Manly, fuck, they're going to have... The easiest uh, first round games. They can play their B teams against Eels and Tigers, respectively. So you get five play eight and six play seven. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's going to be six. So obviously six, <coughs> five Raiders. Yeah, Bunny. So. But hang on a there's minute. There's six. There's hang six good teams. The under the underrated thing is the Eels' draw. Right, is super super easy. Right. How and the they, fuck did that happen? They are cu- they are currently on twenty four points versus the Sharks, Tigers, and Panthers on twenty. So there's a pretty good chance that the Eels finish at least sixth, which means there's going to be a semi final at Bankwest. Then that brings it into play. No, what the Eels do not win round one. If In fact, they lose to the Knights this week, surely. Oh. The Knights have lost five straight, mate. They're not beating anyone. They won eight straight. We actually ended their uh, run, didn't we? Yeah. The referees tried to win that for the Knights, dare I say. Whew. Any other storylines this week from your end? Uh, I did have a, um, a bit of an agenda here, so... Let me have a look here. Uh, I just wanted to talk about... Oh, shit. Jake Granville's here. Oh, yeah, no, 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 not Jake Granville. Jake Jake Clifford? Mate, have you seen him? He always has to swish his cowlick out of the way. Mm. For a guy that's on the ball so much, as a Cowboys fan, I would be demanding a haircut. 
I mean, it's gets in his eyes. I mean, it's just he's a professional footballer. Yeah, I know. There's someone else I'm thinking of that does that a lot. That just is always swishing his hair back. Uh, James Roberts? Nah, he's got a different haircut. Anyway, I just think if you're a Cowboys fan, write in. Let us know what you think. Um, Scotty Drinkwater. Yeah, he's pretty cake, isn't he? Ah, oh, I haven't seen enough. I mean. I just haven't seen this. I haven't been watching this Cowboys team. This, I mean, is there a... They're just not... They're not the team that yeah. you're tuning in and watch. They don't have an identity, yeah. do they? No, they don't. And Morgan's got a lot to answer for. So anyway, uh, Drinkwater's brother is on the bench this week. Scotty Eat Ice. Um, so, Kenny Bromwich. Ah, interesting. So you reckon he's on the... He's in line for most top improved. Top second rower in the world right now. That's a big, outrageous call. Name four better than him. Please go. No, I'm not going to. But okay, he's fucking playing really well. I'd really like to hear some Australian fan. He is just... <clears throat> oh, look, I was... He wasn't the sexy Bromwich, was he? And you and I both probably, every time he got picked for the key, we was like, oh, yeah, okay. okay. Righto. I've just found but, an article for you. This is published on June 21st, and this is the NRL's view of who is NRL people, a view on who's the most improved player. Jamie Soward, Kenny Bromwich, and he's likened them as the Kiwi version of Wade Graham. Wow, Brick how is that? Brett Kamali, Kirk Capewell, Steve Renoff, Felice Kafusi. that's fucked. Yeah. He's just what? been really good for the last three or four years. He hasn't really gone up another yeah, level. Yeah. Margie, are they saying this year? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maggie McDonald. Sione Mattel, dear. <laughs> oh, God. Then we've got Chance Nicole Klockstad, Adam Fanua Blake. Hard to go past. Ethan Lowe. That's a really? shit call. That's, that's cool. That's just a shocking call. That wasn't why uh, your Queensland girl, mate. No, Chris Kennedy, NRL.com reporter, veteran back rower Ethan Lowe, even before his incredible Orange debut, you are a fucking idiot. He was very, very good during his reign, and he won a premiership with North Queensland, and then he had two shit years. What an idiot. Kurt Capewell again, Brad Walter, Curtis Surinan, don't mind that. Corey Rosser has gone for Ken Mamalo, who I think he's right up there. Another one for Chance. James Fisher-Harris. Ooh, Another one really? for Chance. Who gave him James Fisher-Harris? Paul Souter. Another oh, one for I Chance. Jerome Hughes. Braden Burns. Oh. Really? Braden Burns, good call. Jack Whiten? Well, to be fair, we've been one of his biggest, harshest nah. critics. No, nah. doesn't get it for me. Jake Turpin. Really? Who put them in? Who the fucking did even play last year? <laughs> Chance, Jerome Hughes. So Chance is probably the winner there. Jerome. Um, but I, I'm with you on Kenny Bromwich. He's he's become a bench utility sort of second row slash front Wait, row to starts. pretty vital cog. What? Um, oh, geez, I just get excited thinking about this next weekend of footy. Um, yeah, I just want to get on. Oh, the other two things I had on me, Ross, okay. on me. Uh, the state of Mount Star- Smart Stadium's lights. They are oh, fucking bad. Great call. It just, like, it looks dark. Like, and you go down one end and the yep. shadows get really dark. What I like that. Because they have four light towers. If 
you go to like a ground light bank west, they have a nice even lighting around the um yeah, around the cool. field. It just looks so much better. Anyway, we need a new oh, anyway. They still love me team. And the last one was Oh, just the lack of diversity at Sharks home games. Have you seen how <laughs> white the people I saw one agent in the crowd the other day. Oh, I've never been to the show, but it must be white-based. What about ScoMo just chanting away? I mean, when you've got the pr- the Prime Minister of this great country chanting and swinging a towel at Rugby League, I mean, he's the greatest league-loving Prime Minister of all time. There is no doubt about that. Helen Clark of New Zealand, who was the chairman of the NZRL yeah. at one stage, she does rival, but she sure as shit, she was at those Warriors games... But she wasn't waving a towel down in the um, on the in the stands having a couple of beers. It was Peter James Marape was there too the other night. Yeah, the uh, New Guinean. Uh, what game was he at? Uh, I think the Sharks game. Yeah, he was with uh, as a guest of Skoma. That's right. Justin Ola. Oh, I like him. I like but he, can cut, he cuts through a hole, doesn't he? Oh, he's just. Sit, oh, the people of Papua New Guinea must love watching him play. I just want to see more Kumuls in the league. It would be brilliant. It'll come. It'll come. It'll end. Who will be? Who are the three greatest to play uh, in a row level? Marcus Bai, Bai, Adrian Lamb, yeah, and James Sigiaro. I would like to throw in, uh, oh Neville Costigan. Yes, good call. He's an ornament to the Kumuls, Nev. Oh, he was a tough footballer, wasn't he? I he love that, that Dragons back row of Ben Cray, Jeremy Smith, Neville Costigan. It was tough. And they had Dean Young in there as well. Their 2010 winning side. That was a very, very Bennett side, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Didn't, who else Neville Costigan play for? Canberra? Brisbane, Brisbane, Canberra, Newcastle, and St. George. He followed Wayne Bennett from right. um, like... Uh, Bo Scott, who was also in that team that won um, that Dragons team in 2010. Yeah. And, fuck, Bo Scott was, he had some four or five years at the top being very, very good. Yeah, agreed. And he started off in the Sharks, and he couldn't crack it really at the Sharks. No. Hmm. Um, Okay. I've got to put I these kids to bed, I think. I do want to say something to... I mean, I'm just devastated that we didn't play... Uh, we didn't um, record earlier because I tipped every game of the round from the Broncos onwards. So I missed the first two and then went on a run. Broncos, Sea Eagles, Bulldogs I picked, Sharks... Roosters and Eels. It's just a bloody shame I didn't get that on the air. No one's going to believe me again. I'm just cursed. But anyway, give us the first three games this week. Okay. So on Sunday, who uh, Thursday Cowboys we got at home to the Broncos. Ooh, Thursday. What? I'm not shooting in for that. Yeah, but who's going to win? The crowd. This is want to know. Cowboys. Thank you. Warriors Seagulls pub game. Oh, Seagulls. Yeah, of course. And then the Sharks at Penrith Stadium. Sharks. That's going to be a good game of footy. Looking forward to That's it. That's a cracker. 
they turn up on a Friday night at Panther Stadium, don't the they? The Warriors have lost six straight at Mount Smart. Oh, fuck. I remember when there was a fortress? The fortress of faith? Yeah. Quite. But then we've got the Sunday to end all Sundays. Quote, the Sunday ticket, fuck, it's going to be the most valuable Sunday ticket you can get your hands on. Raiders, Roosters in Canberra, that'll be sold out. Yep, definitely if they get some good weather. And Rabbitoh Storm at Gosford. Wouldn't mind, that'll be sold out. Wouldn't mind driving up there. Mate, that would be lovely to go have a few beers at um, uh, Breakers. Go to Saturday, the or Sunday, Sunday in... Um, Fuck, it's going to get nine degrees max on Sunday in Canberra. That'll help Raiders, I think. Jeez, it'll be a good um, surface, though, won't it? No, it always is. It'll be some good booing from the Canberra faithful. Oof, gee whiz. Gosford on Sunday is going to be 16 degrees. Jeez, big difference. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. All right, mate. Well, right. Um, you've got to love your league. You've got to love your league. I'll see you next week. See you, mate.